All right, welcome back to Carter Lowry, episode number 147. I'm here in Hanover, New Hampshire, alongside, well, not virtually alongside, my co-host, Sam Carter. Sam, how are things, you know, as always, on the uh, on the mountain today? No, I'm a little under the weather, but uh, it's all right. It's all right. It looks like the weather looks it looks pretty nice there today. A week mm-hmm. so, am I looking at a week saw 67 degrees for... November the seventh? Is that what I'm seeing right now? That's what you're saying. Um, you know, but don't don't let it trick you. I won't. But I'm just saying I'm just calling a little bit of weak sauce on that. That's all I that's all I gotta say. Alright man, we got snow before you. I mean, you can say what you will, but I just I had to say that. I had to put that out there. Well, uh despite the animosity um, I still have to ask you the opening question, Sam. And we're going a little regional here. Um, I think just a North Carolina favorite, the Mass General Store. Uh, you know, just uh, a place full of wonder. Uh, you know, it's it's really a, a Boone NC staple. I'd I'd have to say. And so, Sam, when you're going to Mass General, what's the go-to? You know, grab bag, candy-wise. I mean, I, you, there's all kinds of. You know, trinkets, clothing. I mean, what what's your go-to? What are you looking for um, when you, you go know, to the national store? I feel like if you're going there, you're looking for outdoorsy, mm-hmm. outdoorsman clothes. Right. Um, so, a nice beanie. That's what I'm gonna say. But you know, from from a child perspective, right? You know, I used to go there with my grandparents. Um, I mean, you gotta you gotta get a big old yeah. $30 bag of candy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get the bucket. Get that mm-hmm. bucket out. Um, you know, yeah, I was always a big fan. The of green the, bucket. Yeah, exactly. The peach rinks, um, unpopular opinion, I'm a big fan of circus peanuts. I understand. Yeah, that is unpopular. I can understand the, you know, dislike, but I think they're just delicious. Um, you know, they just I think always. you're trying to be different. I, I'm not. I'm not. I really do like them. You can, you can watch me eat them, and I mean, I think there's suffer through it. Uh, there's no suffering, only joy. Well, uh, to turn away from you know the the cotton candy, not cotton candy, normal candy rivalry here, um, we're gonna finally conclude our MLB coverage by stating simply, congratulations to the Texas Rangers on winning their first championship, four games to one. They kind of dominated throughout. And uh, just kind of a do a little retrospective here, Sam. Just kind of your thoughts on the uh, Orioles season as a whole, MLB season as a whole, and kind of the disappointment that you uh, you suffered through this past year. Well, first I wanted to congratulate my uncle um, for suffering through another MLB season coverage-wise on uh, Carter and Lowry. He's notoriously not a fan of MLB coverage. Well. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know, it was a great season by the Orioles. Um, I mean, not a great postseason. I mean, a horrible postseason actually. It couldn't be worse. That's true. Um, but you know, hopefully coming back strong next year. Right. Uh, but a, a brutal end of the season. Yeah, no doubt. It was that was a that was a dramatic just you know extinguish the fire that had been created in Baltimore. But solid season for the Mariners. Uh, you know, they win one more game, and they're in the playoffs. 
So it is what it is. But, you know, hats off to the Rangers. They were the best team in the division, and they deserved it. Um, but, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda is that's all I got to say. But I think we'll be reloaded next year, and I, I don't think the Mariners are going anywhere anytime soon. Especially, you know, kind of with the Astros. They're kind of, I feel like they're kind of on the down the down arc right now, and uh, you're getting older. That core is getting older. Altuve, he's not going to be out there, you know, forever. And then now we kind of look at, you know, where is Shohei going to end up? And that's going to kind of determine the storylines for next season. But a long winter uh, will be in between. We're talking about baseball again. So um, I, I believe you're talking about Uncle Uncle Rich here, right, Sam? Correct. Yeah, Uncle Rich, just want to tell you, you got, you know, you got until April. So cherish these months, cherish these five months, and we will uh, we'll keep the baseball talk to a minimum. Um, but let's talk about the hottest sport uh, right now of them all. It's peak time for college football. Uh, college game day uh, was in Tuscaloosa to see Alabama pull through against LSU. Um, this was kind of a tight one, Sam, but Alabama pulled through. Just kind of your thoughts on Alabama's performance and their continued uh, you know, demonstration of their validity. Um, to the committee. Um, no, I mean LSU's a great team. We saw them hold. Well, no, I guess they got blown out by Florida State, right? Yeah, they did. So long ago. So long ago. Indeed. Um, but but yeah, I mean LSU's been getting better all season. Um, Jalen Daniels, is that his name? Yes. Jaden. Jaden. What is it? Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Um. I mean, he, regardless of LSU not being a playoff contending team, is still in those Heisman holes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, LSU's a good team. Uh, Alabama was just better. Um, and they're they're proving why they're going to win the SEC this year. Wow. Ball work. Um, that kind of brings us to our next game here. Uh, Georgia Bulldogs have been shaky in some matchups, and they were in this one as well, but got huge help from two defensive line picks in the fourth quarter uh, to kind of seal the deal there as they win this one 30-21. They'll take on, you know, the Volunteers. You know, got to go to Rocky Top. That's kind of the final test for them. I mean, obviously Georgia Tech can, you know, be a nuisance to some programs, but regardless, Sam, um, just kind of your thoughts on Georgia continuing to win without Brock Bowers, and I mean, you stated plainly that you think Alabama is going to win the ACC. So, do you feel that yeah. with Georgia's resume, if they lost to Alabama in the SEC championship, that they should be given consideration um, to make the college football playoff? Definitely. I mean, um, you know, a loss to Alabama does not mean much uh, in the SEC championship, given the prowess that Georgia has had over the last two seasons. Three seasons. Um, yeah, I know, but the, I'm saying that last, that first season, they, they weren't undefeated. But right, true, very you true. Look, you look at the previous one, they were dominant. Right. Um, so I think with the potential to three-peat, uh, I think it would be difficult to leave them out. Yeah, um, no, certainly. So I, I, I honestly think that we could have a two-conference playoff this year. Wow. I don't know about that. I think there's some, there's, some, there's some teams that would have something to say about that. 
Uh, one well, of the teams... Washington has to prove it. If, if they want in, they have to. They have to prove it. How do they prove it, Sam? How do, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about Washington in a second, but how do they prove it they to you? Because I mean, they beat they Oregon. Win. That's the that's the toughest competition. You're just saying that if they win out, that's proving it. That's enough for you. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what Ohio State and and Michigan do. Yeah. Um, I mean, if obviously if Washington wins out, they will go over a one loss Michigan or Ohio State team. Okay. But um, but I I think that they will take a one loss. Ohio State team over a one-loss Washington team. Yeah, most certainly. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, you still got to consider Florida State. Um, so I think if Washington and Florida State hold on, we'll have we'll have the four we'll have a four-conference playoff. As long, That's true. As long as they'll have that SEC champion, and they'll have Washington, Florida State, and then the Big Ten champion. Cause I, don't, I completely forgot about Florida State. Yeah, because I just I don't think that they would take a power five undefeated team and not put them in. I just don't That's think true. I just don't think they would. I, that would be pretty crazy. I mean, it could happen with Florida State. I mean, their schedule's been pretty weak sauce. But I mean, they did like dominate LSU in the first game, and LSU's they've they've shown that they're they're a pretty solid football team. And I mean, they still are gonna, you know, probably play Louisville in AC Championship. And Louisville has been solid, so it's it's complicated. It's very complicated. Um, Oklahoma falls to Oklahoma State, so you know that's gonna be tough now for Texas to get in because they already have a loss, and they would be beating a two-loss team in the conference championship. So it looks like the Big Twelve is is out right now. Uh, next week, College Game Day will be in Athens for top ten matchup between Ole Miss and Georgia. Um, Georgia tested again. Sam, kind of your thoughts on this matchup. And if you, I mean, I know you obviously are a big Lane Kiffin hater. Am I correct in saying that? I wouldn't go that far. I think he's he's an interesting guy. Okay. Well, if you were Lane Kiffin, you know, kind of looking at the diagram, looking at you know, all these teams that have come close to defeating Georgia this year, um, what's your kind of point of attack uh, heading into this matchup? To, to try to top um, the streak. Well, I'm trying to think about how Missouri played Georgia. I mean, they kind of, it was a very, they played them very straight up. You know, they were looking to limit possessions, you know, maintain ball control, and then they, they kind of, you know, they fell off there at the end with those two interceptions. I mean, yeah. you can't do that. But, I mean, it I was... If you if you look at Georgia, they're obviously a defensive team. So I think that if you try and get fancy against Georgia, you're going to lose. Okay. Um, and I think Lane Kiffin has a has a tendency to try and play fancy. I don't know why. Right. Because he's an SEC coach. Right. Um, I just I feel like you cannot overlook Ole Miss though. Um, yeah, I mean, because I feel like they've kind of gone by the wayside since they lost to Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're still a top ten team. Yep. So. Uh, most certainly, I think 
it's crazy to think that they could be undefeated. Like, that's their one loss. Like, if they were undefeated right now, like, how we'd be talking about Ole Miss. Crazy times. Yeah. Uh, but Michigan will travel to Penn State, uh, to college. Uh, you know, you know, Happy Valley. Uh, you know, just – and that won't be a night game, but the intensity will be there. This would really change things. This game could change things. And I yeah, know – it could, but it won't. Okay, but I have a little bit of hope. Just looking at the Penn State, I, I Ohio State none. game. You have none? Dude, none. Wow. James Franklin is overrated. Okay, yes, but I feel like they really had a chance to beat Ohio State. I really do. I think they had a chance in that game. I don't think they should have won, but they had their chances. It's got to mean something. I don't know. Who, who can, who can well, really say? I don't know either. Who can really say except when they play the game? Um, but Utah will travel to Washington. Sam always he said numerous times this season that Utah is going to mess everything up if they're going to do it. Yeah, it's they always do. It's right now. Uh, but Don't get me wrong. I want I want a Pac-12 team to make the playoff, but I just I don't think it's going to happen. Well, well, regardless, um, you know the rankings will come out um, later tonight, 9 p.m. I don't think anything's really going to change in the top six. Uh, you know, every, every team won. You know, it's it's looking pretty. Ch- I mean, I could see them moving Alabama up. I could see them moving Georgia down. Moving Georgia down, it's like Michigan. A, Michigan well, I mean, two. You look at Michigan. Okay. Michigan's what number three? Yeah. I could see them moving Michigan up. I don't know, but that'd be crazy. When's the last time? I wonder if, when's the last time we got a one-two Ohio State Michigan game. That's a good. That's a good tidbit. That's a good question. Let me let me let me inspect that real quick, Sam. You can you can uh, you can lay down a guess if you if you if you have a um you know. When the last time? I mean, I'll just say nineties. That's my guess. Um, if it ever happened. Uh, history. Um, uh, no, this isn't giving me the ranking. Oh, yeah, yes, it does. Okay, I'm looking, looking. Oh, there it is. Uh, 2006 is the only time it happened. Uh, you know, Ohio State won 42 to 39. So, that's there's your stat. Wow. Got your stat for you. But uh, yeah, you know, all respect, um, you know, to those two teams. I think, I think we're in for a great one this year. I think the game, you know, has lived up to it. And how about if this sign stealing scandal? Imagine if Harbaugh is allowed to stay on, and then he beats Ohio State for the third year in a row. What kind of a story would that be? You know, um, I, don't, I, I think at some point. Stealing signs is not that big of an advantage. I mean, I, I agree. I would tend to agree with that statement. But it's like just do what TCU did. Right. But uh, I don't know. It's it still kind of feels wrong. I, I question the integrity. Well, it is wrong, but it is what it, it is. What it is. That's that's what I, all I got to say. And I think that regardless of all that, the game will be excellent. Whether whether Harbaugh is there or not. I think uh, the national champion. Here's my declaration. Sam's making all these declarations. I'm putting my name in the hat. 
The winner of the game right. this year will 100% win the national champion championship. The winner of the Michigan-Ohio State game? Yeah, they, yeah. That, they will win the national championship. The winner of that game will win the national championship. That's my prediction. Which one is it going to be? That's not part of my prediction. This is a this is a well, single facet. If it was, if it was part of your prediction, what would you say? I would say Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say too. But but uh, Alabama is going to win it all. Okay. Well, well. You, you, I mean, I'm. You're lucky that you can keep saying that because you know when it gets to decision time in Atlanta, I think you're gonna you're gonna eat your words pretty hard. I think you're gonna eat your words pretty hard. I mean, what can I say? I think Georgia is now the big brother in that in that relationship. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I think I know. That's why I said it. Um, but enough sure. of, enough of our bickering. Uh, you know, things really haven't changed that much in college football over the past few weeks. We're waiting for something to happen. We need. I need the ground to break a little bit. We need some some chaos. I feel. Yeah. But I think it's coming. I think Ole Miss can create chaos. Utah's, Utah's going to beat. Utah's coming. I don't know if they're going to beat Washington, but they're going to—they're coming to create chaos, for sure. Um, yeah. Let's move on now, Sam, to the NFL, so we can you know finish this in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, the Panthers fall to the Colts. Just uh, wow, just rough stuff throughout. Next week. Uh, taking on uh, the Bears on Thursday Night Football. So get excited. Primetime Panthers coming at you, 1-7. Need I say more? Uh, The Jags on bye this week, uh, taking on the 49ers next week, who have really fallen off after a 5-0 start. But, you know, Jags just keep rolling, just keep showing up that division. And it looks like uh, we're going to have the, you know, Clemson University pro team back in the playoffs this year, as things stand now. But you know, as long as they keep ETN healthy, I think they'll they'll get the job done. Um, talking NBA basketball, Sam, your prediction a little a little overzealous. Fortunately, unable to take down the Rockets, um, and really choked that that game against the the Mavericks. But Lamella had a a 30-point, uh, you know, triple-double. And then, you know, this week, got the the in-season tournament starting, which, if you don't know, is just – it's just like the Maui Invitational in college basketball. It's a, it's really a pointless scheme, as they say, to just kind of prop up national television games early in the season. And uh, they still count as regular season games. Um, so, Sam – I gotta ask you. You know, you, we look at the complexion of this team. You know, it's Lamelo, Gord, Terry, maybe Miles. Yeah. You know, we've got Mark Williams had a great game against the Pacers. He had 33 points there, I believe, or 31. But you know, you've got a very similar team to that that 22 team. You know, our our junior year in high school. Just kind of your you believe. Do you still believe in this kind of core that they can be kind of semi-effective in making it to the play-in? Or do you think that you know this combination of Gord, Terry, Lamelo? I would say is the three guys. Is that has that run its course yet? Is what I'm saying. Do I, should I still have hope? 
if I'm a charlatan? Um, I mean, I don't think you should abandon hope because nothing's going to change anytime soon. Right. That's true. Um, but that's, that's not to say that this era of Hornets playing games is not over. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's far from over, but Brandon Miller's looks oh, solid, okay. and once we get uh, once we get you know Miles Bridges back and we have a a front court of guy of two guys that have really you know committed crimes, then we'll be yeah. we'll be in the driver's seat if you know well, what did I mean. Brandon Miller really commit a crime? It was his gun that did kill somebody. That's not that's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look. I'll, I'll say that. You just delivered the gun. Yeah. That's terrible. It's terrible. That's terrible. It's terrible. I apologize. I apologize. But uh, got a back-to-back against the Wizards, who are abysmal. So hopefully can pick up some wins there. And then Sunday, a little Sunday day game in the Garden uh, to take on the Knicks, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, the the crowd. All of Manhattan. Uh, that's on the twelfth Sunday. So Sam, your prediction uh, for this upcoming week for the Charlotte Hornets. Let's see. You know. Um. He's really he's thinking about it. See, I am thinking about it. You said the Wizards were abysmal. I mean, they're one in five. I mean, it's it's pretty rough when Jordan Poole is your he's your star, star player. player. He's your star player. That's. That's not a good look. Yeah. You know, um, you know what? I bet the Hornets go 3-0. and Wow. Sam Carter just feeling himself. That's <laughs> that's bold. I mean, you overestimated. I was originally feeling pessimistic, but... Now you're feeling bold? I feel bold today. Nice. Today's been a day of bold predictions. It has. Let's, let's keep that rolling. Um, last night, I was unable to attend the Dartmouth-Duke basketball game, but it was pretty epic. Um, just to, that first, I would say it was epic for the first, like, ten minutes. We had a shot to cut it to one. Oh, man. It was it was just an awesome experience. Um, I just got to say from a student's perspective, to have that opportunity, uh, you know, to see – you know, kids at a, a place like Dartmouth care about sports for about an hour and a half. It was truly revolutionary. And, um, you know, props to uh, to Duke for having us out. And uh, we'll get them next time. That's all I got to say. Uh, but Duke, looked they looked very good in this one. They're, they're going to need to step up the flavor a little bit, you know, to get ready for Zona next week. But I got to say, how about Sparty? Tom Izzo, what are you doing? Losing at home to your own nephew? Yeah. Your nephew? When you're the fourth-ranked team of the country? Come on. Yeah. Got to be a little bit better than that, Tom. Don't like you, Tom, but you let me down. The Sun Belt, the sun belt reigns supreme. They do reign supreme. I mean, that's – what a way to go down. The, I mean, you are a 17-point overdog at your own place to start the season – and you're ranked fourth, and you lose to JMU. No offense to the Sun Belt, Sam, but that's 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 terrible for it's a terrible look for Michigan State. But they'll be back. State takes on uh, no Oakland State yeah, tonight. Yeah, they do. They they tip it off. 
Is that uh, is that in Boone or is that is that elsewhere? It's in, it's in Boone. I won't be there. But um, you'll be there in I'm, spirit. I'm quite busy. Quite but, yeah. Yeah, quite busy. Um, not a lot of not a lot of action going on around the country next week. Only got one ranked matchup. That being uh, Duke Arizona, 7 p.m. Friday on the Deuce. So uh, tune your sets. If, as they say, as they used to say, back in simpler times, um, to that one. Caleb Love returns to Cameron Indoor Stadium for the first time as a non-Tar Heel. So that's kind of an interesting story, but yeah, that's about it. Just uh, more of the same here on Carter and Lowry. Approaching, though, Sam, two weeks away from being back in person. Um, yeah. Hopefully on that Wednesday, give us give you the Thanksgiving special. You know that's you know that's always a good time. To, you know talking chopping up football. Uh, you know laying down some predictions for the conference championship games and all that. So get excited because Sam and I will be back. I'll be back with him literally yeah. uh, in just two weeks' time. So. Enjoy it, um, and uh, you know, just expect the unexpected because bold predictions get laid down on this podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, you know that's gonna do it about for our time. Uh, this episode number one hundred and forty-seven. You hear from us 